can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and boy, did we have an exciting game today. Boston Celtics walk away with a 126-114 win against the Toronto Raptors. No Smart, no Teague, no Kemba, no problem. We saw Tremont Waters step into the starting lineup, uh, which I thought was pretty surprising. Uh, but we'll get into that in a little bit. I want to start this podcast. We're going to break it up into a couple different sections like normal. We'll go through the good and the bad. Uh, but to start, need to give away the player of the game award uh, to Jason Tatum. The guy just did not miss today. 11 of 19, 5 of 8 from 3, 13 of 13 from the free throw line with 40 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, and 2 blocks, and only 1 turnover. Tatum did absolutely everything right. Had a couple step-back threes, got to the line super consistently, was 10 of 10 in the first half and ended the game 13 of 13. Did not play a lot in the fourth quarter because we were up by 25 points. Uh, So it it was unbelievable to watch. Uh, And you kind of look at Tatum today with 40 trying to, you know, replicate JB. And Celtics fans are very lucky. We're very lucky. I've seen I see a lot of debate every single day of who is better between JB and Jason Tatum. The answer is it doesn't matter because both of them are on our team and both of them have been playing lights out this year. So Tatum, well deserved player of the game today, uh had a plus twenty four uh in his plus minus today. So played really, really well. Uh, Normally, I'd be going and talking through our starting lineup, but I think the guy that played second best on the team today wasn't Jalen Brown, surprisingly enough. I'm, I'm going with Peyton Pritchard. The kid is an absolute problem. 23 points, career high. Eight assists, two rebounds, and he shot eight of 13 from the field. Two of four from three, five of five from the line. The guy does whatever he wants. Whatever he wants. He's aggressive in transition. He had a couple of deep threes. He put on a clinic with a drive against Siakam, who is significantly bigger than he is. And he really is. He's just he's a menace on defense. Even guarding Siakam, he causes problems. You saw you saw Pritchard kind of take on the role of Marcus Smart from a defensive standpoint. He covered everybody on this Raptors team tonight. He is an absolute problem. Crossed over Van Bl- uh, crossed over Van Vliet, 
steps back for a three, had a really nice little Euro step, transit uh, Euro step layup in transition. The kid just we see his game develop every every single day, and we are real lucky that we were able to steal him in the draft. And it's another in Danny we trust moment. Uh, but Pritchard played unbelievable today. So super thrilled with that. Uh, Jalen Brown, probably his, I don't want to say worst game because it's definitely not a bad game by any means. He was cooking early, uh, but he was a guy that, you know, ended the night 19 points, uh, seven of 16 shooting. I think this is the first time he shot under 50% from the field. Uh, but what we did see today was four for four from the line for him, uh, which is a significant improvement from what we've seen this season. So 19 points, five rebounds, three assists, three really good assists. Um, so it's, it's just another, it's another really solid, solid game from both of the Jays. Uh, but where I'm, where I'm happiest with the Celtics team is the performance of the bench. Outside of the two Jays, our bench outscored, outperformed, outhustled, and honestly played more minutes than Thompson, Tyson, Waters. It is, it's just an unbelievable game to watch as a Celtics fan. We came in, we started the game super flat, and I'll talk about that. Uh, but if you look down the the bench, it all it starts with Pritchard, twenty three points, Robert Williams, eleven points, fifteen rebounds, two blocks and a steal. Grant Williams, fourteen points, six rebounds, three blocks. Shemi Ojale, twelve points, eight rebounds. So like the bench today was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. The next guy I want to talk about is Shemi because Shemi is a guy that for the last couple of years, he has gone in strictly on defense. He's played a lot against Giannis just to body him up. He played the last two games lights out from three. Three of five from three tonight. Uh, but the thing that I'm more excited about seeing from him is his level of aggressiveness on the offensive end. We saw a really nice up fake and drive getting to the free throw line. Uh, he ran the floor well, really nice layup off of a fantastic Pritchard assist. Um, and then, you know, you see a couple just corner threes. But the guy is just, he's performing at a level that we haven't seen on a consistent basis. And right now, this is two games in a row. And when you have a guy like Shemi come in, you played 30 minutes tonight. When you have a guy like Shemi that can come in, play D, stretch the floor, now that he is proving to sort of be a deep threat, three of five tonight, uh, he's going to stretch the floor, give a lot more space for both of the Jays to perform. Uh and if that's the case, we can start to go with a, a smaller lineup. We haven't really had the 
small but strong guys uh, like Shemi and Grant perform this year. So to have both of them play unbelievable today is a really good sign for the for the future here. Uh, the other guy is Grant Williams. I have heard more Grant Williams slander over the last week, or I guess even since the start of this season, than I have ever heard. And, you know, some of it, some of it was valid. You know, he came fresh off a, a DNP last last game, didn't even touch the floor, and he was scorching hot. 14 points, 6 rebounds, 3 blocks, and he shot 3 of 4 from 3. 5 of 9 overall. So Grant Williams is another guy. He got in, had solid minutes, had a couple of defensive lapses, but overall solid, solid minutes. He had a plus 28. He had the highest plus minus on the entire team tonight. So, you know, it. take it with a grain of salt. I mean, you don't, you don't really know if Brad's going to continue to try these lineups. Grant hasn't showed us uh, a ton that he's been consistent from three, but three of four tonight, huge. You know, it's something that, the Celtics are going to be there. They could be a really dangerous, dangerous team if we get Shemi and Grant shooting like they shot tonight. Uh, so it's it's just it's an exciting game to to watch as a Celtic. Uh, moving into, you know, Robert Williams. I you'd say he was the the next best big, and it's funny because I still haven't talked about Thompson and Tice. And I probably won't talk about them. They didn't really do much today. Uh, But Robert Williams played 20 minutes. So a little bit less than the rest of the bench minus Neesmith. But ended up with really solid numbers. Four or five shooting. 11 points and 15 rebounds. 15 rebounds for the young fella. And I I don't even know if he had any shots that weren't either putbacks or alley-oops. But he shot four or five. I know he had a really nice putback slam on one of Pritchard's miss, misses. I think he got a, an alley-oop from, I want to say it was Tremont Waters. And then he had, I, I believe it was two other putbacks, or maybe one other putback and then one other offensive rebound where he put it back. So the guy just, he comes in, he plays with energy. We had a, a really, really strong showing throughout the bench tonight. Uh, a really strong showing. And, you know, when you look at moving towards the smaller lineup, these are things that can certainly play in our favor. Can certainly play in our favor. As a team, shot significantly better from the free throw line today. It was one of the things that I've been I've been harping on, and we haven't seen Tatum be consistent getting to the line. Jalen Brown has gotten to the line not consistently, and he's hasn't been shooting very well from there either. Uh, but tonight, twenty nine of thirty four from the free throw line, arguably our biggest stat. 
Tatum again, 13 of 13. Jalen Brown, 4 of 4. Pritchard, 5 of 5. Robert Williams, 3 of 3. The whole team just played really well. You know, four of our five misses came from both Thompson and Tice. And I'll talk about them in the the back half of today's podcast in the negative section. Uh, But really, really strong performance. You know, we'll get into the negative and, you know, coming in completely flat in the first quarter. But if you look at, you know, the second quarter, we outscored them. 38 to 14. And then continued it again in the third, 39 to 35. We put up 38 plus points in two straight quarters. It's going to be it's going to be hard competing with that. Yeah, we got outscored in the fourth, but you know, <laughs> our bench played the entire fourth. It's never a good sign as a a bench player when you get taken out with two minutes left in the game after being up 25 and kind of surrendering that lead. But they got time. They got time to get in, show Brad what they can do. Some of it great, some of it not so great. And we'll get to some of that coming up here. But overall, this is, it's a, it's a great team win. And I would say this so more this game more so than even the Memphis game where we blew them out. Uh, the Raptors are they're better than their record suggests. I mean they're not a a one in five team. Record wise, they are they're a solid team. I mean right now it's not a Van Vliet's a problem. Siakam. You know, played better tonight. He hasn't hasn't had a, a great season. But if you look up and down, I mean, they've got 35 from Van Vliet, 18 from Lowry, 22 from Siakam. The rest of the team is, like, very, very mediocre. And we saw the return of Aaron Baines, the, the god himself. Uh, he didn't do anything. Zero points, 14 minutes. Um... But overall, a very, very solid game. One of the things that I am very happy about, too, is after after the Raptors came out scorching hot from three, we brought him back down to earth. I mean, 35%. I don't know if that's the Celtics stepping up defensive intensity, and I think a lot of that does get attributed to really the – the absence, I guess, of the two big lineup for the majority of the game. Uh, but I do want to talk about that as well. So another game where we started with the two big lineup. I would say for me, this was kind of to be expected in a game where you're missing smart Teague and honestly, obviously the rest of our <laughs> like Langford and Kemba as well. But uh, in a game where you're missing three point guards, it it kind of makes sense to go big. We found out early that that did not work, and Brad adjusted, and he came out in the second half, and went with a smaller lineup. He moved Shemi into that starting starting role going in the third quarter. So we saw a, a much bigger uptick in success with that lineup. So, you know, 
good on good on Brad for continuing that. Uh, you know, the game wasn't all good. There were some some mistakes, and we'll kind of dive into that. But overall, couldn't be happier. Right. We'll dive into the negative parts here coming up. Before we do so, I want to take a quick break uh, for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for my new favorite sponsor, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, What I love most about Venture Greens Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Greens Nutrition products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CELTICSTAKE15, that's CELTICSTAKE15, for 15% off your order. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, we are back. I want to talk through some of the negatives of today, uh, some of the things that I will be looking for as we move forward into the rest of the season here. Uh, To start off, we got to talk about, you know, the two big lineup here. Uh, Again, I just mentioned it. I just, I don't see this being a long-term solution. Luckily, we saw guys like Shemi and guys like Grant step up and guys like Robert Williams to continue to develop. Uh, So hopefully we can start to move away from that. Um, But we started the game down 17 to 5. Gave up 32 points in the first quarter. I don't know. I mean, a lot of that I'm going to attribute to the fact that we're going with a two-big lineup. And when you do have a two-big lineup, we don't have the speed to compete. So they're getting to the rim, and we can't get out to the shooters in time. So, you know, I'm looking for that to change. I think it will if we can start to get more consistent contributions from the rest of our team. Uh but 17-5 to five is a tough start. I think a, a big part of that also can get attributed to Waters starting. I mean, you saw Trey, Trey Waters played 24 minutes, Pritchard 32. So yes, Waters got the start. Pritchard played significantly better. Pritchard plus 18, Trey Waters minus 17. You know, it's the proof is there. Water shot one of eight, uh, had four turnovers, and just you know, overall didn't didn't do much. He's too small. I've said this. I've said this in two or three of the podcasts at this point. He is too small to to do anything. You know, it forces the Celtics to double team whoever whoever is guarding. And then it leads to wide open threes. That's what happened the entire start of the the game, the entire first quarter. You know, Waters is covering someone, gets Tatum comes over, doubles because he has to, and it leads to a wide open three. 
He also got blown by a couple times. For so for a guy as fast as he is, he shouldn't be getting blown by. You know, it's I don't think he has an NBA ready body. You know, he's got the IQ, he's quick, he can shoot, but he just doesn't have the size. He doesn't have the size. And I think that's all it really comes down to. I mean, the other the other big problem throughout tonight is turnovers and it's kind of been our Achilles heel all season long turnovers we ended the night with 19 turnovers so you know we've gotta we've gotta change something I, I I'm still stuck on the fact that a too big lineup just doesn't work and I'm gonna continue to say that that's a huge problem and one of the reasons that we start the game with turnovers. But I mean you look down the lineup, the you know, Waters had four, Jalen had another night with four, a turnover for Shemi, three for Grant, three for Robert Williams, three for Pritchard. You know, it's part of the reason that when we took the starters out, the Raptors started coming back. We had a lot of turnovers in that you know fourth quarter, uh, so it's something that you know needs to needs to be buttoned up a little bit. It needs to be buttoned up. You know, the last thing that I want to talk on is Neesmith. and I've heard a lot of people continuing to give Brad shit for not playing Neesmith. And we saw why. We saw why tonight. You know, he checks in, and the first three minutes that he played, he had three fouls. They put him in and again in garbage time minutes, you know, for another six or so minutes, had another foul. Didn't do anything. 0 for 3 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3. Had two rebounds uh, and four fouls. Uh, minus four plus minus. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call it quits on the kid just yet. Uh, because he still has he still has the size. He seems to have the stroke, although he hasn't shown us much. Uh, but I mean if you've ever seen any highlights, the kid can shoot. He's got good form. He's not getting enough time to to really develop that, but I don't think that's you know a, a Brad problem. I think that's just boils down to the fact that Neesmith is not ready defensively to to get in these games yet, and it's too bad. It would be great if he could be, you know, really the guy that we thought he was going to be and the guy that Pritchard has now become. It would be nice if we could have two stud rookies, uh, but it doesn't seem to to be shaping up that way this year, at least. I'm not saying he's not going to have a, a great a great ending to the year or even a great next year, but right now it's just not it. Pritchard is that guy. Yeah, I, I'm going to say it. He's putting himself into the conversation for rookie of the year. Pritchard is. It's too early. 
and his minutes are sporadic. And once Kemba comes back, it's going to be even more sporadic. But the kid can play. The kid can play. So overall, you know, some of the things that I'm looking for is trying to, I guess, one, figure out if Brad is still going to go with Tremont Waters, if Teague and Smart are out for a prolonged period of time. I don't think Smart's going to be out long. I have a feeling that he's going to end up playing uh, in our next game uh, against the Heat on Wednesday. So I, I'm pretty confident that he'll be there. And if that's the case, I don't think Tremont Waters is going to play at all. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't. I don't. I think Tremont Waters, all 24 of his minutes plus some will be given to Marcus Smart, and then Tremont Waters will be right on the bench sitting next to Carson Edwards. Um, but with Teague out, we're going to see a lot more minutes from Pritchard con- consistently, which is good. I think he deserves it at this point. Um, so I would say that's one of the big things. And if Marcus Smart's back, and again, I, I'm pretty confident that he will be, I'm really hoping that the Celtics move away from the too big lineup. Whether it be, honestly, whether it be starting a guy like Shemi or starting a guy like Robert Williams, opposed to both Tristan Thompson and Tice, you know, it is what it is. I, I get. I would. I would be happy with all options, except for starting two bigs. <laughs> so we'll see. I would say those are those are the two things that I'm looking for most moving forward into that Miami Heat game. Um, but overall it should be, it should be a good game. Miami is another team that has struggled to start the season, you know, not so much on the same scale as, as, uh, Toronto, but three and three, and they've had some pretty bad losses. They got beat by the bucks by, I don't know, like 50 points, almost one forty four ninety seven. They just lost to the Mavericks the other day, two by ten. So it's a it's a team that's gone through you know a, a series of up and downs. But overall, I think that the Celtics really need to figure something out. I think we need to go small with them. I think it'll limit the turnovers that we get. It'll make our help defense a lot stronger than it has been. And when you have a guy like Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, you're going to need speed out on the wings to cover those guys. So should be an exciting game coming up. Uh, do have a special guest on Wednesday, uh, so make sure you tune in there. If you haven't already, make sure to either follow me on Twitter at GDeplacito. Uh, and make sure to follow along with the podcast, rate, review, and look forward to talking to you again on Wednesday. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.